Blog Talk Radio. Today is January 14th, 2009, and tonight your hosts are Amy, myself, Jess, hi, and Ashley. Hi, guys. Tonight, G. Tom Mack is with us. All you fans out there should recognize the name G. Tom Mack as the original artist of Cry Little Sister, the theme song of Lost Boys. D. Tom Mack's body of work as an artist and songwriter has covered a massive array of ground from his powerful goth pop classic, Cry Little Sister. He wrote and performed for the movie Lost Boys through many diverse films and TV shows. He has songs featured in Chasing Amy and Ice Cube's The Players Club, to mention a few, and TV shows such as Scrubs and The Shield. D. Tom Mack has a prolific amount of songs that have been covered by artists such as Kiss, Carly Simon, Robert Plant, and Roger Daltrey. And it is an honor for Amy, Ashley, and Jessica to welcome G. Tom Mack to Vamp Radio. Welcome. Thank you. How are you, girls? Girls, ladies, whatever you like to be called. Uh, we just like to be called. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> well, right let's, answer. Uh, <laughs> let's start off tonight with an easy question. Can you tell us how you got the name G. Tom Mack? Well... As a lot of people probably, those people that did take the time to look on the album credit of the Lost Boys saw Gerard McMahon, spelled G-E-R-A-R-D-M-C-M-A-N-N. And um, over time, you know, it was just one of those things, I'd go do radio shows back when I had an, an album out or in and around that time, and people could never pronounce my name. I don't know, what, <laughs> I know it's not that difficult. <laughs> but um, Gerard McMahon, he, in England they say Gerard McMahon, so I never had a problem there. But, um, yeah, you know, I just, after a while, I, you know, people used to call me G, um, and I would just say, yeah, maybe Gerard Thomas McMahon, G, Tom, Mac. So that's how it came about, you know, I just thought it would be easier. But then I find that people have a hard time with that, too. <laughs> I don't know. It's all yeah. in the name, but I think they're getting used to it now. They call me G Tom or G or whatever. So, do you? Is there something that you prefer? I mean, is G okay to call you? G is a perfect thing to call me. Okay. Of course. That's the name of Gerard, so I don't usually have it a problem. It is Gerard, with it, but, but you know, 
But most people now call me G. So, and okay. the interesting thing is, we all know. A lot. I mean, not that we all know, but for the longest time, people never knew who did that song, and it was, you know, kind of crazy to me in that. Later on, when the file sharing and all the causes and Napsters were out there, somebody took it upon themselves to put Sisters of Mercy as the artist that did that song. And, um, of course, I went, what? But, um, yeah, for the longest time, and, you know, until just the last three or four years where people have become a lot more aware of actually that I did it and wrote it, and Sisters of Mercy never had a bloody thing to do with it, as much right. as I no. love those guys. Love Originally, I thought that, too. I thought that yeah. it was Sisters of Mercy and until, you know, I started getting into the Vamp Radio thing and we did, did some research on it. Yeah, it's amazing, though. You know, when you really think about it, it's like, doesn't didn't anybody look at the credits in the movie? Or, you know, not that I'm not coming down on you, my dear. <laughs> no, I know you are not. <laughs> but it's just like, it's it's beyond me that somebody wouldn't do that. Go, no, 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 that's not Sisters of Mercy, although some did, you know, besides right. you, of course, Amy. <laughs> I'm well, in a mood. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Well, that's the guest you're talking to. I knew who you were. Hey, it's not that See? I didn't know who he was. I originally thought it was Sisters of Mercy. Yeah. Well, come on, girls. Don't start arguing on on, oh, on the radio in front of me. Argue. If you're going to do that, we, we should have a three. We should have a foursome. <laughs> Let's bring it on. Which I've heard stories that you got. Never mind. Hey now, that's the wrong show. <laughs> I've been, yeah, never mind. <laughs> in any case, keep, the, so you... keep the party clean, as my mum used to say. <laughs> yeah, fat chance that I happened with me. <laughs> so, so you have a new album come out in on August 12th called Southdown yeah. Fall. Yep. And Amy, Ashley, and I got to listen to Thou Shall Not Fall, hmm. and it's an amazing album. Uh, oh, thank Amy, you. You're welcome. Amy asked us to pick one song each off the album to play tonight. Oh, really? That's cool. Did you all pick the same song? <laughs> well. You have to play the same song three times. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, you know. So, uh, that's interesting. No, that's cool. I, 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 I wonder what songs you picked. Well, we're going to tell you. <laughs> oh, you are, yeah. Ashley, you wanna uh, Ashley's pick was "You Are," and Ashley, before we play the song, because we want to play the song for everybody, since and give them a chance to listen to your range in the album. Would, uh, Ashley, would you like to tell us why you picked "You Are"? Um, well, first off, it was just beautiful. I just love the way it sounded, and the lyrics were absolutely amazing, and Thank obviously you. had you know, a deeper meaning than they seem to have. I just really all around loved it. And I know what I'm saying is really short, but it was just indescribable. Oh, thank you. You know, it's interesting, that song. I, I was, when I sat down to write it, before Lost, before the Lost Boys, the tribe became what it was, I was thinking of that movie, but then the script changed so much, and I just thought, you know, and, and even the Warner Brothers had a soundtrack, heard it, and said, my God, he says, this should be in Lost Boys of Tribe. And I said, well, I wrote it for that. He says, well, let's see where they go with making the film. And, of course, you know, it just wasn't the right kind of film for what I wanted to put, in, put my song in. So 
But I'm glad, you know, it's interesting that, uh, that you say that because that, I really did. I was writing, trying, just having read the original script, which was a better script than what it ended up being, and I'm sorry to say that. I just, you know, <laughs> there was a script that went around. It was quite good, and uh, they decided not to do it. But, um, but anyway, getting back to the song. Yeah, it does. It's a deeper meaning, and it's very much in the empowerment of a woman, you know, and, I, and I, it's not really a love song, per se. It's just having that sort of adoration for the power that women have in them. And um, that's about all I can say about that. Before <laughs> well, I start well, to break down it. and cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's play it before that happens. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> And where it's gone In my final hour 
Everybody in the chat room has exploded. They love that song. Great pick, Ashley. Well, well, that's cool to hear. I haven't listened to that song in ages. I don't really listen to what I do after I'm finished with it. And it's, it's amazing. It kind of brings back memories when I was singing that vocal at 4.30 in the morning. It 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, I sang it a couple of times. I just wasn't pleased with what it was you know, when we were recording it. And I just, oh, it just didn't feel real enough. And then all of a sudden, Tony Silver, my mate in, in G-Tom Mac, and he said, I said, let's just do it now. He said, are you mad? And I said, yeah, I am mad, meaning in, that's crazy in England, okay? I said, but I feel like I can, I, I just want to do it. I just want to sing it in one take. I don't want to think about it. And I did, and, that, and it's interesting. It just took me back to that place of being 4.30 in the morning in that studio and walked out, and, you know, 25 minutes later after it was done. And, um, yeah, you know, I didn't listen back to the playback or anything. And for driving home, I said, I think that was it. And the next day I went back in, and everybody was sitting around in the studio going, wow. You know, so that was a good reaction, you know. <laughs> but it's better having a reaction from the audience out there, you know. It's really cool. Yeah, people in the chat room are saying they have to go out to iTunes right now and buy the whole album just based on that one song. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, no problem. Love and you, fans. <laughs> love you, love you. God. And they all say they are all they are all saying uh, you know they love your work and and hi and and all that too. So. Oh well, I'm saying hi too. I just can't <laughs> hear them. <laughs> so the album itself is very diverse. There's a lot of different styles in the album. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and how you went about making it and just about the album in general? Well, it is diverse, as you said. I mean, I have a bit of that in me. It's kind of, I just don't like just writing in one particular vein. And I guess that's indicative of other people that record my songs, you know, from the likings of Kiss to even Carly Simon, which I'd never would in a million years thought, you know, she recorded <laughs> a song of mine. And uh, even though I respect her, but it's just, you know, it wasn't my, you know, her music. And I do love her voice, but it just wasn't, uh, our music wasn't really a match, so to speak. But... She became a fan of my work and uh, recorded this song of mine. But anyway, yeah, getting back to the album, it's um, yeah, it's it, 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 interesting enough. It's the most focused album I've made. Where it, it is diverse, but it's just um, it has you know. I wanted to just tell all these stories that I've been um, living, you know, for the better part of. Um, a few years before, you know, and um, things like the conversation was just, these were all very much stories of my life and meeting a lot of different people and in my world. And uh, I think the process of, you know, what I go through is I write like 20 songs before putting an album together, 20 to 30 songs actually, and then to get the best sort of feel throughout a whole record. And Tony Silver, who is who co-produces the record with me, and, and very and he's very good at just helping me pick the right body of songs um, that work as a thread throughout an album. So um, it was just you know it's a lonely place after you've written it, which is one lonely place. But once you get into the studio, it's as probably a lot of people know by now, and you hear enough artists talking about it. It's very insular. You don't know. You can only just do what you're feeling. And some days it's just crap. And some 
days it's like pure magic just pops out and things are really happening. So, but yeah, back to the diversity. It's it, I, I'm actually pleased that it is diverse. You know, I wouldn't want to make a whole album that's you know, just kind of the same <coughs> thing. You know. Right. Did you have any influences? I mean, um, who were your favorite uh, artists going up? Wow, that's a pretty loaded question. But <laughs> I liked a lot of rhythm and blues stuff. You know, when I um, just as a kid, you know, around the house, you know, having Aretha Franklin on the radio and just hearing, you know, that stuff as a really young kid when we. Um, and then we moved to America when I was about 14, and then a lot of other, you know, we, a lot of other things came into play, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's on my end, by the way, that little ring, if you heard it. Um, but it's, um, but yeah, I mean, God influences of Beck. I love Beck. I think, you know, that's an influence. I just love what he does. I mean, all of us musicians are influenced by each other. And Love Prince, I mean, that was sort of... Um, his work just does it for me, and 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 coming up, I really, really took a liking to his stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's um, it's all over the place with me. I mean, I like Stravinsky. <laughs> you know, I can put that stuff on and just have it on, and um, and on the other side of it, it's um, you know, I like a lot of hip hop. I'm, you know, I mean, I love Biggie and I love all that stuff. I listen to it a lot. And I had the honor to work with Ice Cube um, back a few years ago when he did a movie called The Players Club. And he had asked me, which is a really funny story, he had no idea who I was. He had heard some tracks that I'd done that were kind of loopy and kind of the vibe of what he does or what he's attracted to. And he'd asked the music supervisor of the movie, get me somebody that's got a really good feel that's not the typical hip-hop guy. And he's played him a bunch of stuff, and he played him some of my stuff. He said, who is this? He said, this is this guy, G. Tom Mack. Well, of course, he didn't know who G. Tom Mack was, and he thought I was black. <laughs> so, the long story short, I'm in New York. I, I watch a piece of the film. I, I, I came out to L.A. For doing, to doing another project, and I went back to New York and started getting an idea in my head, put it down, sent it out to the music supervisor of the, of the film. And I get a call three days later, Cube loves it, it's the theme song to the movie, it's going to open up the film. I said, really? And uh, so, yeah, so, you know, fast forward, I go to L.A., we all meet, he looks at me, and like, oh, oh, you're the guy, you know, and like, here I am, white as, I'm, you know, I'm pale, <laughs> compared, <laughs> comparatively so. But anyway, it, it was an interesting um, uh, yeah, I just love it. You know, it was, there was a cool little movie. I don't know if anybody ever saw it, but it, I'm sure some people out there did. And mm-hmm. um, it was a great little film. He's a very, very smart filmmaker, music, uh, musician, just everything. I, I have the greatest admiration for him. Yeah, he is very talented. So without how has the without a doubt how has the album been received so far? Have you gotten any feedback? We've been getting great feedback, and it's yeah. been just, you know, you put an album out these days, it's a very, we live in such a time, and and the world is so different about, well, <laughs> making a whole album. It's, you're lucky that people get to hear a whole album these days. It's so much about picking one or two songs 
but it's right. gotten good reviews, and um, it's yeah, it's nice to hear that people are actually downloading the entire album. And um, more and more, you know, as I've been known for Cry Little Sister, or sort of known for Cry Little Sister for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've found other fans out there who have heard Scrubs or, you know, had a featured song in that and The Shield and all these other, Charmed and all these other TV shows, and have gotten to find my music and find out who I am, but I just don't, I'm just not the guy that did Cry, that Cry Little Sister wasn't the only song I ever did. So, um, but I'm so damn well proud of that song you know why you know why would I yeah I, as you should be every vamp fan drools when that song comes on <laughs> but um yeah. i don't seem to be holding you back either i mean uh, your music uh you know today i mean cry little sister was was a while ago but um the music on, on this album thou, thou shall not fall is amazing all of it is and and people in the chat room are saying they're going to go buy the album they'll see when they get the album and they listen to it you know usually you think you're going to get one song or two songs in an album that you really really love it was really hard for all three of us to pick one song um on the album that we wanted to play the most um so it really truly is an amazing album and that actually brings go ahead i'm just saying that is one of the highest compliments I could ever receive. And it's never easy making a whole album <laughs> because you really want every song and to be, you know, as brilliant as it possibly can be. But you just never know. And it's just all about it's all about keeping your head and your heart wrapped around what's real and what your true feelings are, you know? And mm-hmm. a little craftsmanship along the way didn't hurt, you know, so but whatever. Okay. Well, the, the next thing, we uh, we wanted to play another song from the album um, and, and keep it going. That actually brings me into um, All the Rage and one of my favorite songs on the album, The Downside. That's my pick, The Downside. Wow. Um, That's so interesting. About, yeah. I mean, there's always, there's always an upside. There's always a downside, especially what I'm going through right now. Um, okay. It, it, it really speaks to me sort of in, in a different way than I think it was written. But... All the reason and the downside discuss a lot of the, the pressures and, and pitfalls of being famous. At least that's what I got out of it. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about those two songs? Well, you know, the downside was a bit... Uh, should I start talking about the downside? Uh, either one. I'm okay. going to play the well, downside just... after after you talk about it. Uh, yeah. Well, it was sort of everything leading towards Obama. Everything. It was sort of Bush... Stuff going on in that song. There was, there was Hollywood going on in that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was all the things that you know now living in L.A. that you see the wannabes, the you know the climbing up the ladder and then realizing it's really not what it's what I thought it was going to be like. Not me personally, because yeah. I've already climbed up the ladder and fell off it about 25 times already, or a thousand times. But it's um, but it's a really it's really about that. It's about finding. And and reaching that point of being that, you know, everything does have a downside, relationships and, you know, the things we go through when, you know, you get into something and you really think, feel optimistic about it, and then you're disappointed or whatever. So it covers a lot of ground, that song. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I was really, initially, was writing a bit on the 
political front, which I don't really, which I rarely do. I do to some degree, but I just thought, mm -hmm. I said, wait a second here, you know, let's put a little bit of what I live in, you know, which is this town of, like I said, wannabes and everybody climbing and, you know, mm -hmm. so that's, that's what it's about. Yeah, and the downside to, to what you have to give up to get that fame and, you know. Well, that's it, yeah. The key, the key phrase that you use in there is you can't take it with you and, you know, that really kind of reminds a lot of people, you know, what are you really doing this for? Is it for personal pleasure? Is it for fame? And is it really worth it? There's a downside. There's an upside, but there's downside. That's, so that's right. That's what I got out of it, and I, I well, just you, love you, the music in it. You, you explained the song better than I did, <laughs> oh, actually, I didn't because that's really what it is. I just went through this whole thing of, I just... What happens when I have talk about my songs, I go right back to when I was writing it, you know? You're sitting right. there, and you're going, okay, what did I do? Okay, I did that, picked up the pen and the paper, and then what was I thinking? Where <laughs> was that note that I left in the car when I was driving down Sunset Boulevard and I saw this bloke, you know, doing something to another girl or whatever, you know? So it's a little bit of series of events in my mind when I have to be explaining these songs. Right. Well... I mean, as a follow-up to that, have obviously you've been in the industry for a while. Have you felt that kind of pressure from the industry to try to fit into that mold and be that famous guy and, you know, be flashy? And Well, yeah, of course. I mean, when I was, my first records, people were trying to mold me and be something I wasn't. You know, they, they first they get attracted to your talent. And when mm -hmm. I say that, I mean record com a record company. And then they want you to, they want you to do what you do, and then, um, and then they want to change you. They think, well, you we need that real hit single, you know. And then they start, you know, saying, well, what if you had a song like that guy that's got the number one record in the country? I say, well, I'm not that guy, you know, and I'm not. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, I do understand what they mean. They don't want me to be that guy, but they want to have it molded in the trend of what's going on. And I've never really done that. I, you know. In retrospect, I'm glad I haven't because it's really allowed me to develop and be what I am. I didn't really care about being, you know, super successful to millions upon millions of people. I, I mean, you know, 200 people would be fine with me and, you know, well, maybe a little more. But um, <laughs> but I was happy with that. I was happy with just having a fan, having the fans that would that would be around and want to listen to my work, you know, when I'm... 70. <laughs> right. Well, big dream. Big dream, I realize. But, you know, but you, you get what I'm saying. I, having, I the, having the following, you know, and that's what's, uh, and I kind of got out of that for a while. When I, it was, the, the whole thing about making records when I was in doing all this, around Lost Boys, that period of time is when I had made, uh, I made my first couple of, you know, uh, albums. And um, it was, I was having that, having that whole, not problem, but the issue with record companies. And uh, and finally, you know, and we live in a day and age where I can now do the, what I want to do. I, I, it was an interesting period around Lost Boys. They, the record company didn't really want... I wrote the song. Joel Schumacher heard it, the director. Uh, he had asked me to write a song, the theme song for it. And mm -hmm. um, I know we're getting off into something else here, but we'll come <laughs> back to that. But it's, um, yeah, even at that point, the record company wanted to have, you know, Bill Collins sing Fight Little Sister or, or other, I mean, I went, what? 
And, you know, I didn't yeah, really, at that point that. I was kind of going, what? But I didn't really care because it just, you know, at that point I knew how silly it was. But then Joel Schumacher being unbelievably just into my vocal of what the demo was, he said, I don't want anybody singing this song except Gerard. So anyway, that's how it, that, that kind of happened. I gave a story away too soon, I realized. But <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Back to the downside. Back to the, Back downside. To the downside. On that note, we're going to play the downside. Take a little break and we'll be right back. Can't take it with ya. Can't take it with ya. No. Thanks. 
Yeah, it's uh, that girl in the background. Is a girl named Mona Lisa Young, by the way. She's an amazing singer. I actually heard her in the Black uh, in the Black Crows. She sings with the back. Um, she's a backing singer for them, and um, I'd actually met her before that. I can't remember which how it all came down, but I had her do a session for some movie I did some time ago, and um, had her come in for that, and she just nailed it to the wall. She's amazing. That sounds amazing. So we heard that you are revamping quite intended Cry Little Sister for True Blood. Can you tell us a little about that? I was doing that today. <laughs> Funny you should ask. Uh, yeah, um, I met with HBO and they wanted to um, have a version that was kind of swampy. I mean, I suggested it actually as they were talking about, you know, Quite a little sister, because they used Thou Shalt Not Crave Thy Neighbor and all the ads. I don't know if you had that around your neighborhood, but you couldn't escape. When, before True Blood came out, there were billboards all over town. Funny enough, a friend of mine who's in marketing over there at HBO, I said, Mark, I said, did they rip? He said, I know what you're going to say. Did we rip you off? No, we ripped God off. <laughs> because, you know, we ripped you <laughs> off, and you ripped God off. And I said, yeah, I'm not making an issue out of it, mate. <laughs> And uh, but it became the campaign, that, you know. So, but it's it's funny, you know. I love that show, by the way. So had a me- had a meeting at HBO about um, something else, and that came up. And I said, well, I'd love to do, yeah, I'd love to do a version, but I want to make it really swampy and just, you know, kind of bluesy in a way, and just uh, but fresh at the same time. And they said, well, please do that because we would love to have that for you know next season. So. I just started working on it, literally, um, on Monday. We laid it down and just kind of finishing it up today. I'm really pleased with it, actually. Well, that brings me to another song. It's not the one that's going to be on True Blood, sadly. But it's one that I love. And it is the Cave Club of Cry Little Sister. You want to tell us a little about that? Yeah, well, that sort of came about when we were Lost Boys, the Tribe, and when they were going through all of this, uh, that whole movie became such an escapade, you know. I don't like to bad rap anything, but it was just like nobody could make up their mind what they wanted, and then I got to see the film, and I went, okay, not sure if I want to be able to want to do something here, but, you know, and and then they were going, why not? And I'm going, but they have the right to use my song, because that's whatever the deal was that went down back in the day. They can use it for Warner Brothers can anyway for, you know, TV shows or movies or whatever. Um, but anyway, without getting into all of that, I they came to me and said, listen, would you do a version, your version, so we can have it on the DVD as a bonus? And I said, now, I would love to do that. And so I met a whole, you know, if you've heard it, which you probably have, um, I used your the initial, the, the original intro, and then I go into ori- my original intro of the song and sing the first verse from the original. Then I go into what is my Cave Club remix, and um, there's obviously a video that goes along with this. And uh, yeah, they allowed me to direct it as well, along with my friend, my mate Tony Silva. And um, yeah, it was you get a lot of good reaction from that track actually, and the video, um, in as much as people have said I bought the DVD because of that video. <laughs> so that's kind of a compliment. But anyway, um, yeah, 
that's what this, that's sort of where that came about. There's a guy out of Detroit. His name's DJ Lee, and I heard heard some things that he had done remixes on. So we got him in studio to work with us and just get a really cool mix on it. And uh, he did a great job, really good job working with us. And um, that's sort of the story. Okay, well, let's play it now. Okay.
Well, that is some remix. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You know, that, that little kid at the end of the song is actually from 1987 or 86 when I did the original song. We had actually taken, I took each individual voice so I could use it throughout the film uh, of the movie, which we, which we had an idea to do. Uh, I presented it to Joel. I said, listen, I'll give you stripes of just one voice, just in case you want to use it. So I ended up using that voice, what, 20 years later? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Very cool. Now, Fry Little Sister is the name of the song, but it seems that this song has maybe inspired something else that you're working on. Uh, I got word that there is maybe some sort of book that's, that's being done. There is Are what? You- there's, a book? Uh, a book. There is a book. Wow, how clever of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I started thinking about it a few years back before the whole Twilight thing started getting not coming about, and I, uh, just, I'm not doing a copycat of that. I just, I, it was interesting. About four or five years ago, I, I had, um, I was looking at, I, was, I think it was just after a gig or something, and I, and I, was thinking about the lyrics to my song, and I thought, wow, there's actual characters in my song, Blue Masquerade. I made a, I started, So I started writing these ideas down on the computer, Blue Masquerade, and my, I made a, a whole character about him, and Blind Boys, and I made these sort of gargoyle, you know, characters out of that, and uh, of them, rather, and then, you know, Immortal Fear, I made a character out of him, and then I started spending a better part of four hours lying in bed in the hotel just thinking about this, and I was just got on a roll and just um, started to develop a story out of it. And in as much as um, um, in the last 18 months that I've been writing this, um, it's now, I presented it actually to Joel Schumacher, the director, just because it was suggested to me uh, by um, this guy at Warner Brothers, who's the CEO of the music department, said, you know, you should really get with Joel again, talk to him about this. And I see Joel on occasion and so I rang him up, and um, we got together and told him the idea, what I was doing, and that um, it was basically a book that would be turned into a PlayStation game, which, I, we were, which, were also, which has been developed now as well. But um, he said, I'm all over this. He said, I think this is brilliant. I would love to see if we can make the film version of this as well. So... I just had to slow it all down. I just wanted to concentrate on the book because, to me, I really believe that that is such a really good place to start. And it really sparked a lot of cool imagination, it sparked the imagination in everybody that you know gets out there and reads this or you know gets a copy of it. And um, I'm hoping to have it. Yeah, we're hoping to have it out by June. June 1st is sort of the deadline to have it out. And um, it's um, and of course the sister, you know, which is she's sort of Cleopatra, and um, but a gothy Cleopatra, <laughs> and um, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's I really can't get into the story because I'm not allowed to right now. Mm-hmm. But it's it's I can assure you this, it won't be disappointing because I've spent a lot of time just making it be. I didn't want to do something that was going to blasphemize the song. Is that a word, blasphemize? Anyway, I'm using it. It is now. You heard it. It is now. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty pleased with where it's going. And, you know, this song has a whole life of its own, you know, outside Lost Boys, which is 
certainly still one of my favorite movies. I'm very, very proud to be part of that. So, so you've got a lot of you've got a lot going on. You got a book coming out. Your album just yeah. came out. Your uh, and because of the book, uh, I think the, the PlayStation game is going to come out based on that book. Yes, it should, they're, they're looking to trying to get it out by the end of '09. But I think it's realistic by you know the spring of 2010. I mean the way it's going. Cool. And it's going to be cool. It's going to be so advanced and so cool. You know, all these characters I just spoke about are going to come to life in a way that'll it'll be pretty mind blowing, actually, from what I see. What the you know from the talks we're having, anyway, as to where it's going. And um, well, well, when your book comes out, I'm sure the ladies on Blood, Bath, and Book, which is our our writers' um, show on Saturday oh, yeah. night, would love to have you back on to promote that. Oh, I'd love, to come, I'd love to go on, yeah. yeah it's hard yeah. writing a book. I mean, you know, thank God I'm skilled in the English language. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. And I'm, not, and I'm not that skilled, but I'm pretty good, you know. I mean, I, it was one of those things that being English, coming to America, I got st- it's the only thing I got straight A's at, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, But I, I, I love words, and I, love how, and I, re- I do read a lot, and I, and I love the whole golf world as to... Um, you know, all the books that are out there, um, from the Anne Rice series, of course, to on and on, and there's some wonderful things that I've been, that have inspired me, actually, along the way, uh, in writing quite a little sister the book. Very cool. Um, the yes, other they're thing... asking in the chat room. Okay. If they can, they're asking in the chat room. Um, when do we call in and talk? So, what was the question again? When when they want to know when they can call in. They are raring to go. Would you be okay, okay with taking some phone calls? Sure. Yeah. Uh, That's, do they all know who's coming? Do, do we also know that we have that special guest friend yes. of mine coming on? Yeah, right they're, they're raring to go for that one, too. Mickey I think, he, I think he's on it. Yeah, well, of course. Well, anyway, let's bring him on. Sure. Okay. Hello? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Chat away. Chat away. (laughs) Chat away. (laughs) So, hey, while we're looking for Corey, um, Detail Mac actually has iPods coming out and Nanos that have Cry Little Sister on them and, you know, Detail Mac's name and everything. Right. Yeah. So well, run out to the Apple Store and buy those. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. You've got to go to the Appeal Store, which is part of this Apple thing. What? Let me explain it to you. They came to me a few months back in the summer after they, they came to a gig of mine and um, wanted to know if I'd get involved um, in um, having an engrave on these iPods that they were creating for Bon Jovi and Metallica, etc. And the guy there was a really uh, – actually, I should say Metal Sonars actually – if you all know who she is, um, she brought it to their attention, and they happen to be fans. And so, um, yeah, we made this deal with them, and people can get a G-Ton Mac, Cry Little Sister, or a Thou Shalt Not Die with an engrave of a vampire on it. They're very cool. Do you actually go on your web? I think it's on your uh, radio online yeah, website. We're, we're, pulling that, we're pulling up that link right now to try and post it in the chat room. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, those are going to be t- there's going to be T-shirts made from that as well when we're out on the road. But, but it's very cool. I mean, people have already been buying them, and um, yeah, it's, 
I, I love it. <laughs> I love They're having really an engrave cool. with Cry Little Sister on it and um, or Thou Shalt Not Fall. It's about six different designs that you can choose from. So it's pretty yeah. clever, actually, on their part. There's a guy named Jerry. There's a guy named Jerry Montoya who actually did all those designs. He's an incredibly talented Los Angeles artist. And um, anyway, just had to give him a plug. I just get an I am a private I am from somebody who goes. Oh my God, I want one. <laughs> oh cool. No, I knew what to get. <laughs> but um, well, all you have to there, do, darling. What all you have to do is click on, and it takes you right to the appeal store. And right. That's uh, it. Should work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you and get them. And we do have a link. We have a link to that on our um, on our website www.vampradioonline.com. We post it in the chat room, and you can find that on your website too. Correct? Yeah, you can, I think it's on our website. Certainly on our MySpace page. We're just mm-hmm. updating our, our website, but the MySpace page is where we get a tr- you know tremendous amount of traffic, and it is there. That's for certain. And also tour dates uh, on mm-hmm. that website on the rather MySpace uh, site. So mm-hmm. any and all information you want to know, MySpace is our, our is our co. Right, and it, they are amazing too. Uh, there, there's an image of him on the several different images, and um, they have. Uh, there's one that says "Thou shall not cry," and another one that says "Thou shall not die," and um, different images that are etched onto the back of the nanos and the iPods. They're just really cool. I like them a lot. Cool. Yeah. We'll have to send you one. <laughs> <laughs> How do I sign that personally is what I'd like to know. I'm sure there's a way in this tech Oh, my gosh. Place. Yeah, <laughs> well, we just might have to do that. Depends on how well you girls treat me tonight, which you do, oh. you're doing a good job so far. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> Don't you just love interviewing with the ladies, Jay? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do we, we look at the story? Yeah, you have me all giggled. Yeah, well, I love those giggles, you know. <laughs> Giggly vampire girls. Nothing better than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Did we so, find Corey? Should we what? Did we find Did Corey? We find Corey? Did we find Corey? We are yeah. finding Corey right now. All right. Actually, I'm going into the other room. You won't believe where I'm doing this interview. In my car. <laughs> it's quiet in there. So why are, Corey's, why actually, car? Corey's actually... Well, I don't know. It just seems like it's more focused for me, and mm-hmm. in my house, there's something will, something will distract me. And um, hey, Corey, hey, buddy. how are you, mate? Oh, <laughs> it's the Corey Haynes show. <laughs> anyway, say hello to. Hello, this is Corey Ian Haynes. How are you? <laughs> say hello Hi, to Ashley. Hello, Ashley. Jess. Hi, Jess. And Amy. Amy, hi. And I'll tell you, I can tell you where they're from. Where? Amy is from North Carolina. I nice. don't know. I can't remember the city right now. I'm so bad at that. And then Jess is from New Jersey. Jersey girl. Jersey girl she is. <laughs> and then we've got one from Louisiana, which is Ashley. Very nice. Hi, girls. Hi. 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 How are you? we got female love tonight, baby. We do, man. We do. Hey, ladies. <laughs> you have a lot love how he of does. love. You gotta love how he said, "Hey, ladies." Hey, ladies. (laughs) I don't know. Just women get me in the thing, you know. Just hey, ladies. It's the player. Cut it out. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) So, how may I help you this evening? 
Oh, that's a loaded mm. question, Corey. I think Uh-oh. I need an answer for you. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm here to answer. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm going to ask this question before we take any phone calls from any more females. Corey, will you marry me? Um, I'm going to have to brain check it just for right this second. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll give you a yes so you can sleep good for tonight, though. So but you didn't know, Amy, so you still got a shot. But I am single, though, so that's yeah. a good thing. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Oh, yeah. Not for me. No, for, for me. I'm very happy to hear that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely single. Definitely single. So, ladies, nope. you can't call in and ask that now. You have to find something else to ask. Yeah, yeah. Amy has called dibs on, on the proposal, so nobody else can ask. That's right. Oh, there you go. So you shut them all down, Ames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, <buddy>. <laughs> So, <laughs> Corey, tell us what you've been up to. Oh, wow. Well, I've just been doing a whole bunch of things, you know, like, I mean, Shark City was a movie, um, actually, I had a, the lead in, and uh, we dropped me down to the co-star because I was too young looking, and it hit the festivals, which I'm very happy about, and then Crank 2, obviously, High Voltage, just coming out in theaters, I heard February, which I'm very happy about, and um, a lot of uh, musical stuff going on with Gerard, actually, which is a G-Tom, I'm very happy about very happy. I'm in training. I'm like a Jedi right now. He is in training. Um, you guys all probably have um, been aware of this little thing that we've been doing regarding training, cleaning, house, and all that kind of stuff. Definitely. I tell you what, if you go to Corey Haim, if you go to my official website, CoreyHame.us, go to media and hit on video, you'll just, if you hit on the first one, uh, Lost Boy Found, you will uh, see what you will see. Yeah, you just kind of see what's been going on the last few months. You know, Corey and I met actually in New Jersey for the first time. I'd never met him before. We did this Monster Mania convention, and it was highly successful. Um, got up and did a Q&A, and, you know, we did signings in the daytime, and I did a, an acoustic version of Cry Little Sister that night in a ballroom. There was about 2,000 people or whatever. And um, we met for the first time. And, um, you know... Being the charming and wonderful guy he was, we immediately took a liking and we developed a friendship out of it. And um, But over this past few months, you know, he's had some rough times and we've just trying to, you know, he's been trying to deal with that. And, um, and he rang me up and we had a chat about this horrible stuff he's been going through and we started to um, try to mend him a bit, you know. Get him back again, as they say. Yeah, um, yeah. Today was a good day. That's right. Today was a good day. You know. Good. I'm going. I'm going day per day. So. So can you can you explain exactly what Lost Boy Found is to everyone who may be hiding under a rock and hasn't heard the news yet? Amy asked if I were aware of it, but somebody's been listening to that saying, hiding under a rock. Well, <laughs> Lost Boy Found, um, you, you know, if you if you really go to, it's hard to explain it. It's um, basically, you know, me just keeping my uh, butt together, my, my whole act in general together. And, you know, if that happens, I mean, you know, other great things will follow um, just in general. But basically it's, uh, you know, I'll be able to go with G-Tom, uh, you know, and I'll be able to uh, just tour with them and uh, get on stage and 
decent things. A lot of other things are going along with this, too. There's, there's a lot to be said for Lost Boy Found. Lost Boy Found is basically, if I may interject no, just for a second, it's basically a television. It'll be a series. But it's not about, it's about staying clean, and it's about um, keeping it together as opposed to getting it together. And that's, you know, coming out of the two quarries and all that stuff, you know, I mean, I, when we were approached to do this, I really, honestly, and as much as everybody out there on these message boards thinks I'm exploiting, well, of course I'm exploiting, Corey. Why mm -hmm. wouldn't I? Well, why not? <laughs> I just... You know, it's 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 a load of rubbish, really. You know, some of the things that you you know people think it is, but you know, it's a disease. You know, and that's the point I want to make clear to everybody. It's Corey has this disease. He's had it for a long time, and he's an incredibly smart. And when he's clear, he's articulate, and has got an incredible talent that all of us certainly don't want to see him waste. And that is as an actor. And we just. As he came to me, and the producer of the show said, listen, I think there's a real great positive story here. And I said, well, I don't want to do these reality things. It's not my thing. And we, we, saw, we, shot, a bit, we shot a pilot for it. And yeah. It was actually positive. And it, you know, it definitely shows the dark side of how far down he's gotten. But it's, you know, it's about picking up again and moving on and, and, and healing. And if I can be a part of this, and it's, I'm not the only person in the show. I mean, there's going to be other actors from his past and sure. other people that he's going to meet for the first time and just, you know, people that really want to see him make the difference. i got I got to tell you, and sorry to interject here, G, just, um, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing, though, to, to and I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you guys, you know, to hit rock bottom or to be under the rock, as I put it, you know, is is definitely got its benefits. Like now, I have a support team around me. You know, which includes G and a couple other members from Lost Boys and old friends and new friends. And you know, it's a nice thing to have a very good support system around me. You know, it's a really good thing to be able to pick the phone up and reach out if I need to at three in the morning and go, "Hey, this is what I'm feeling," or you know, "This is you know." But it's also a thing to have limitations where. You know, I'm going to have to, like, fight this on my own, and that's a good thing, too. You know, and it's about keeping it together, like Gerard said. You know, like, gee, Tom is, like, right on the money with that. It's not just about, you know, getting well and then that's it. It's about staying well, you know. Right. So Actually, that's... I have a bunch of comments in the chat room that I want to read out to you just so that you know that people are supporting you, too. Aaron Summer 25 says, I'm so happy G. Tom is giving Corey so much support. Um... And she says, because Corey needs the best talent like D. Tom, which is uh, really oh, sweet. That's and, a high compliment. Uh, Thank you. Yes. And Wendy K78 says, Corey has an amazing heart, too. And they're giving you um, DLNW says, Corey sounds great. Lots of support out to you. People are asking Thank you. when the show is coming out and what station it's going to be on. Do you guys know that? Not well, yet. Yeah, they're working on that now. I mean, it's sort of, uh, it, it's more like summer, but it's all of the various stages of it will be, be a lot of different stages of it. It'll be Corey actually coming into the studio and singing, which he's got a great little voice. Not a little voice, he's got a big voice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but we were sitting writing a song called Mend Me a few weeks ago, and I said, yeah. come on, have you ever written a song? He said, not really. I kind of, you know, and I said, well, sit down, just write these. I've got a bit of a melody here. Let's just down and let's throw some lyrics down and see where we go. And we, it's a, 
a really cool song came out of that. I don't want to get yeah. hyping it a bit. And then yeah. we went in and recorded it. And then, you know, it, it, Corey's incredibly talented, and not, not he can be in the studio, he can sing a melody, he can bring his vibe to it, which is what this, what I wanted to do. I wanted to write a song that fit his texture of his voice, because I'd heard him sing a few. We did People Are Strange That's right. a few months ago, where he came up on stage and sang People Are Strange with us, and took, you know, brought the house down. So we're going to be doing that as we go out on doing more of these uh, tour dates, as you will see on both of our... Uh, MySpace and website. And I must say, also singing, you know, it's not as easy as you know, G Tom, you know, makes it sound. It's really not, you know. It's 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 something you really really have to practice at and do your homework and really really go over and over and over it again. It's something to be said for what you know. G was blessed. I mean, God touched him when he was born with a vocal of a voice that's just unbelievable. And for me to even get close to you know, when I prepared for People Are Strange, I mean, I remember I only had one verse, and that was a lot easier than this song we're doing now, Mend Me, and it is quite difficult to do what, you know, G-Tom does. So it's but it's all, yeah, well, thank you. Oh, uh, the of thing course. is, is that you, this music is such a great medication, as we all know. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, you turn it on, and it just, it emotes, and it make and when you sit there and you sing yourself, and I think being part- a participant as an artist, as he is as an actor, it's the inevitable sort of sidestep or, yeah. or, or or another step to being able to heal yourself. And, uh, it's a great medication. It's so true. It really is, you know, and, and, and that's a great thing that he came up with. I mean, you know, because I do have a disease and I will always have it. And it's, you know, I don't think it's something I was born with. I think it's something that I developed over the years. And, you know, I think the music aspect of it all and, you know, being able to have new friends and, you know, just doing what we're doing. I think, you know, the medication part is the music, you know, and I think that's a wonderful thing. So if you do go to, like, CoreyHame.us, I mean, you you can actually see what it is um, firsthand that we're doing. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's like a 90-second clip that's up there, but it, yeah. you know, certainly gives it just as to what the show would be about. And um, for all the a-holes out there that think that, you know, I'm exploiting, <laughs> I am exploiting, and then you can write anything you want. Tell, them, tell everybody else how exploitive I am. Write it, you know? <laughs> you know what? Because I'm going to take this guy for every dollar he's got, <laughs> which he doesn't have any. Which he doesn't have any. That's right. <laughs> no, things are okay. No. You know, today's a good We're day. We're just joking. But, right. it, but, but, but honestly, it, I can't stress it enough. This, it is a disease. And I don't want to belabor this, but it is a disease, and he's not the only guy that's got it. You, we all know many people out there that have it, and if it can be helpful to those people that go through, that have this disease, and that continue to go through it. If he can be an inspiration, and get there and keep it together, exactly. Then I feel like I've done my job again, because I've definitely, I've, you know, I've helped other people out there that weren't celebrities, and I, I feel that that is an important part of life to be able to help people get through. And it's not an easy thing to help somebody with this disease, you know. No. It and just really you know, is. there there are a couple of people in the chat room. Especially California Slayer says that that he's going, he or she is going through the same thing that you are right now, and um, she's trying real hard and a positive mm-hmm. attitude will get get them there. And there's a lot of support in the chat room. It's just exploded. Um, well, God bless everybody. You, yeah, lots of support and uh, praise and 
Thank just you. saying, you know, today is good, and that's good enough, and it's one day at a time. And, you know, it's they're one all second at a time. Yeah, you know, yeah. it really is. It's one second, one millisecond at a time sometimes. You know, you really just got to bear, grind your teeth and just bear down and grin it and just bear it. You know, you have to. There's no other way around it. There's no way to get around it. There really isn't just time, effort and support and you got to reach out and ask for help you know it's nothing wrong with that and once you really come to terms with you know like what for me when i came to terms with i do have disease i do have an actual problem you know i'm under the rock so to speak everything kind of got better and molded itself into shape and is molding itself into shape you know and it's a lot easier to say yes now and it's a lot easier to reach out now and i'm a lot clearer and I could see my face again, you know, which is a wonderful thing, because I got real puffy and, you know, overweight there for a while, and that's got a tough skinny, one. Got real skinny. Real, real skinny. Too skinny. Oh, yeah, it was about 132 pounds, you know, and it was just too much, and, you know, I mean, just doing crazy things, and just, you know, but once, you, once, you, once I came to terms with it, you know, things became a lot better. Mm-hmm. And we've got a couple of people in the chat room saying that they admire your courage. Um, Thank uh, you. Wendy K78 says, I admire you, Corey, for what you're doing. People are saying, my mom is going through this. My dad is going through this. So you're definitely not alone. And I'm sure everybody will be tuning in to see Lost Boy Sound. Thank you. That, That would be awesome, you know. And listen, for everyone who is going through this, all I can say is breathe and just try to stay, stick in there and just stay Stay the course, really stay the course, and if you've got a family member who's going through it, really just try to breathe and help them stay the course, too, because it is very, very difficult. It's very difficult to watch somebody go through this. I mean, I've been watching, like my mom, for instance, watch me go through this, and a poor lady. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, but she's really, she's, like you put, like a rock. She's, she really is. She's a rock. An amazing woman. Really you know, is. God bless her. Without my mom, I'd probably not be here right now. I must say that, you know, yeah, it's a very tough disease to have. It really is. And it's a, it's an okay thing, though. When you come to terms with it, at least for myself, I feel much better. Yeah, the interesting thing about it, you know, is the perception of being a celebrity. It's like, okay, well, they're out partying, and that's they're taking these drugs every day, and they're just partying every day. Well, that's really not what that disease is about, if anything. It's yeah. You withdraw. You know, withdrawal means you, you, you're not out there having parties. You're just with yourself. In the case of so many people, you know, um, like we just so. went to a movie, for instance, and uh, you know, I mean, it was just incredible. And but there was an after party. So before the movie even started, you know, we killed going to the after party. You know, it's not a place for me to be. And that's an okay thing. You know, there's other things for me to do. I almost forgot yeah. what movie it was. My yeah. Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine, <laughs> you know, and it was 3D. What movie? What? Yeah, you know, and it's like, it's for me, we, you know, we killed the after, like the thought of even going to the after party before the movie even started because it's just not a place for me to be. And that's okay. And I have to, like, learn that, hey, you know what, I can have fun other places. <laughs> and you've certainly yeah. done enough of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've partied enough for eight lifetimes, more, you know. I, I thought you, you know, for anybody to have partied more than me, is a major. Is you know, my hats off to you. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, no, definitely. You know. And you know, we can make fun of this stuff too. You totally. Know? I mean, I, I, you know, I'm forever getting, taking the piss out of him. You oh, know? I'm for sure. I'm like, you know, we we laugh at what the disease is because part of it is being able to 
you recognize it in that with a sense of humor as well. And it is a serious thing, but look, if you can't laugh at something that, you know, is wrong with you and you can't really, like, you know, then what's the point of really, like, mending yourself? Yeah, I think you what's know? really important now is really is people need to read more about what this is, what it is, you know, what the disease is, so you can look at it from different angles. You Including know? myself, that is true. You know, I'm, I, you know, honestly, I mean, I when Corey came into my life and had this whole said to me, hey, I have nowhere to go. I am this desperate. I don't know what to do, and I, you know, I just said, oh, he's full of a, you know, he's full of bollocks. You know, I'm not going to. I don't want to go down this road. And then I really saw how deep and how bad it was. And then I really needed to read about, the, uh, you know, of course I took him in, not, you know, I have, I have a separate apartment near my, in my studio that he's staying at. And, um, but I started reading about this stuff, staying up late at night, reading about what this, what it is, what the disease is and, and how it manifests itself. Even if you weren't born with that sort of addictive quality or whatever you know if you like he said 20 years ago he started this was mm -hmm. the road he went down and one thing led to another and this is where it led to so it's good to know what it's about is what i'm saying you know and i'm even getting enlightened on things i never knew about this disease i have really i mean there's things i never even knew like gerard even enlightened me about and told me and there's things I, I still am learning, and I will learn every single day, you know. And so this is, I'm a late bloomer, but this is where the learning process comes in. So that's a good thing for me. Very good. And people are saying that they're starting the Mutual Admiration Society for T-Tom and Corey. <laughs> well, that's lovely to hear. And, uh, you know, yeah. and, and you, can't, you can't give this thing enough support. And um, yeah. But, um, and enough patience. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, every, I hope a lot of people, uh, well, you know, one thing about this Internet radio stuff is that people can go on and hear it around the world. And then you, you know, so go, certainly go on and look on, the, on and please come out to the gigs just to sort of meet and greet and hang out. It's, it's a, quite a show that we're doing, you know, with mm -hmm. my full-on 45-minute set. We do Q&As, and we have two big screens on each side of the stage that are synchronized to the entire all the songs that we do live, Corey comes on and does People Are Strange, of course, and then we're going to have a very surprise song that he's going to come on and sing as well. Definitely. Which I, thought, I think we gave that away earlier, but that's okay. But it's really cool. And, but there's um, another song we're doing too, though. That is true. He, he, little does anybody know, but Corey can rap, and he's pretty damn good at it. And we, did, we were just he, <laughs> rapping over my song, Box of Fantasy, the yeah. other day, and I said, dude, that's... Not bad, and it doesn't sound like Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and besides that, too, there's something else we're doing that was, uh, you know, I'm not going to just, it's, it's, it has to do with the Lost Boys, sort of, you know, well, not sort of, but it does. Well, it's but, all, what our show is, yeah, yeah, it's well, so yeah, Lost Boys. But, the, the surprise that we have going on, uh, you know. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot about there's that. There's a little remake going on or something we're yeah. doing here, and, uh, you know, just it's a quite a spectacle. Yeah, and, it is. And what's great about it is that people get, you know, get to talk to people, which is something that both of us like doing, is meeting the fans and just being able to, there's no better feeling in the world than let face to face with people that, you know, it can get a bit overwhelming at times. Really it's still, overwhelming. It's still, but it's still, you know, a few hours of it and you have just not just feeling love, but just sort of hearing where their stories are at as well. It's true, and they come up to you, and, you know, some of them think, you know, like, we're gods of some sort, and uh, you know, my answer is, hey, look, I bleed too. Like, you know, I mean, if you cut me, I'm going to bleed. It's like I'm not a god. I'm 
just a human being with problems just like everyone else and the guy next door and probably a lot more problems. So (laughs) You're not the guy next door. Well, maybe you are the guy next door. (laughs) I'm a few guys next door. (laughs) You know, I'm the whole block. You know, that's the thing. Wow, why are you hanging out with me then? (laughs) And I got to say, God bless. I'm a few guys next door too, by the way. Definitely. And God bless G for taking me in, you know, and like, you know, having the patience to do this with me. Yeah, you know, know, and by the way, it doesn't come without everybody in town saying to me, and believe me, everybody in town, what I mean in this business, saying, oh, why are you doing that, man? He's going to drag you down with him. Mm -hmm. The worst thing you could ever do, and I'm going, listen, I've been dragged down enough, so if he drags me down, then I, then I, uh, can I say that word? Well, I'll say screwed up. I I don't know what you can say on these things, but, but I just. You can say whatever you want. Oh, then I fucked up, but I don't think that's going to happen. I know he's going to. I know it's not going to be a perfect world, and I'm not in his de- daily life. I'm not the 24-hour guy that's going to be with him all the time, but I am there for him, and he knows he can pick up the phone. And he certainly sees me going to the studio every day. We have a cup of coffee, and then, you know, he comes up to the studio. We chat about all these various things that, are, that we're doing, going out on the road, not just in America, but throughout the world as well. Yeah. And, you know, because there's business stuff to talk about with the people we have booking and doing all this stuff so and for me i look at the studio as like a reward you know like when i get to go to the studio it's like a reward for me you know i'm in there with my idol first of all but secondly it's my good friend and i think this whole thing actually has brought us closer you know my disease has brought g tom and myself closer which is a really wonderful thing because i think we're going to be in each other's lives for the you know the, the rest of our lives you know which is a great thing and you know, I also feel like Uncle Corey, sort of, you know, he's got a kid, and Quinn, it's just beautiful, and it's, you know, I'm kind of like Uncle Corey, and I've never been trusted like that, and there's a lot of positive steps I've been making towards my future, you know, recently, and I'm very happy about those things, so these are things like I'm really, really, really happy about in my personal, personal life, so I just want to share that with you guys. Very cool. People are asking, I think Ashley has a question for you, hold on a second. Sure. Yeah. Um, Hi, Ashley. Both, hi. Hi. You um, that you were coming out to catch the set, and we were wondering where we would be able to go and see that. Uh, it'll be posted. It'll be posted everywhere. We're not sure right this second. I know it is. Uh, this is the third time I've heard this today. Um my webmaster mentioned this to me. Um, I'm not sure where, but it will be posted again on, you know, Coreyheem.us, and I'm sure all over, like, MySpace, uh, everywhere, my official, and G's, and it'll yeah. be posted everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a grip on all these the dates that are becoming developed. And Things fluctuate. There are some set in stone. I know we play Virginia Beach on May 2nd and 3rd. Yeah. Dark Valley Fan Fest, and I know we play Indianapolis, I think, on March 25th. God, I can't believe I'm And, like, something just got bumped, like, you know, a month. Dates are changing. So, yeah. you know, things change day to day and second to second. So it really is uh, one of these things where you just got to just keep looking at the board. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And they can go to both of your websites, coreyhaines.us sure. and gtom. What is your email? Well, it's gtommac.com. But you can, and certainly go there, but you can go to, you know, MySpace is, because we're just reconstructing the site right now, and it's best just go to MySpace. And, um, but, you know, gtommac.com, be back up and running. It's, it's actually up and running, but we're just updating it right now. So, and, uh, but yeah, 
Just go to MySpace. Yeah, and I just thought that I have a MySpace, too, going on. I think it's Corey Ian Haim. My middle name's in there for some reason, so... Really? I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> so... Why not? Why, why not, not, ladies? <laughs> well, that should be fun, going to good old Texas. Yes, ma'am. Tell us about your painting. My paintings? Well, I've been Ooh, painting, wow, for quite some time, and, uh, you know, people... people seem to call in and they would like you know they would like a, a painting let's say on an 8 by 10 or something larger and I ask for just three colors you know I do acrylic abstract and uh, I ask for you know just the kind of person they are just like in a one in just a in a phrase in a nutshell so to speak like who you are what kind of person you are and you know three colors your favorite being first and black or white or both you know, and then I just go ahead and I just paint. You just pour what's out, what, whatever comes out of me from my heart. You know. Yeah. Hey, it's good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. There's a painting I here think actually. Painting. Yeah. People should buy his paintings. They'll be valuable in five weeks. In five weeks, they'll be valuable. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, there's a lot out there, and there's a lot in, uh, you know, in Germany, and Bruges, Berlin, you know, having them in galleries and stuff, and, you know, those are the uh, the real big ones I've done, you know. The other ones are just personal for the fans, and, you know, that's a personal thing, which, you know, when they'll call, and they get Jennifer, my webmaster, and, you know, they'll just talk to her about it, and we go from there. It was interesting. He gave me, I don't know if everybody... I'm sure people out there know who Keith Haring is, and he's a wonderful artist that was around in New York. He died in around early uh, early 80s. But he, um, when I saw a gift that Corey had given me for the holiday, um, it was, and I thought, wow, there's a bit of Keith Haring going on with it. And he said, I'd never heard of him. I've never heard of him. And then he explained who he was, and, um, you know, so. Pretty cool. But yeah. anyway, it's something I do. How did you get involved in the painting, Corey? Uh, I got involved in the painting years ago, actually, from one of the vampires, from Brooke McCarter. He was uh, the one the dog pushed in the bathtub. The blonde. Mm-hmm. The, the blonde. blonde guy. Not yeah. Alex Winter from Bill and Ted's and not Kiefer. You know, the, the other blonde. Um, yeah, the other good looking blonde. Yeah, he was a model from New York, you know, so yeah. he's from Philly, actually, but, you know, just models a lot. And um, he started painting and then another friend of mine was painting and went up to Big Bear usually and we just used to take paints up there and just you know just look at the scenery and breathe the fresh air and just start painting up there you know and that's how it all started really was uh, my buddy Brooks painting and I just started and I kept it going on ever since then very therapeutic it is it very very much so is and you know one of the paintings I did you know a long time ago was I called anger art, and it was something, and I would just take my brush and the paint and put it on there and just whip it at the, really, just, you know, from about five feet away, and just then, you know, just move it closer and closer and get angry at the canvas. It's like yelling at a mountain. It's, you know, why not? So I called it anger art, you know, and it was. It was therapy for me, you know, as cooking is. So it's just something I really enjoy doing, and, you know, I don't think I'll ever stop. You cook, cool. too? Yeah, I definitely cook. You know, I'm not as good as a cook as Gerard, but, I mean, you know, I cook. Right. G-Tom uh, cooks, you know, but I just cook, but he cooks. I actually, 
You, know, you sound like you're talking to a couple of girls here. You know that. Well, hey, you know. <laughs> men we're are, two at our female side. That's what it is. We're like the odd couple here, you know. Uh, no, we cook, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I'm yet to have his Tired. Cookies. That is true. But he, is true. he certainly... He certainly brags about it enough. <laughs> I talk I'm going to get him over here one night. Here. That's here's, true. Here's the shrimp and here's the pasta. Go at it. Definitely. I've certainly cooked for you enough already. Oh, yeah. Your we turn. Just, we just had brunch here on the weekend. It was beautiful. Went to the beach, walked around. It was great. Just a great time. Great day. Yeah. Very cool. The days are clear. You know what's amazing, though, is all these years, over the years, I'm Tracking, not sidetracking, but speaking of Lost Boys in Brooklyn and all that, I never met any of these guys except Kiefer, who came, Kiefer came to the gig, to, to gigs of mine, and Jason Patrick did too. But I didn't meet these guys like Corey, you know, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. And so just this um, gig that we did in, in New Haven. In the end of August. Was no, it was New in New uh, Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill, New Cherry Jersey. Hill, yeah. Jersey. New Jersey, there you go. I, I met. G Tom in the back rehearsing, getting ready to go up playing live acoustic. He's like, you know, would you introduce me? I was like, yeah. What do you, what do you go by? How should I? And you know, just G Tom Mac, and I was so nervous to introduce him. It, I was really, really nervous. But that's when I first, first met him. It hasn't even been a full year since I've known G. Yeah. So it's really interesting. We just hit it right off the bat. Boom. So. Uh, fascinating. I was one of the first people after I had written quite a little sister. Well, I'd gotten a script from Joel Schumacher, the director, I should say from Gary Lamel and Joel Schumacher. Gary was the head of soundtracks. And um, they asked, Joel had asked me if I would write a theme song to the movie. And I said, yeah, look, can I take a look at it? I, mind you, I was in New York. And, they, and he said, well, I'm shooting right now as we speak, but if you, I, I'd love to send you the script so you could get something, you know, maybe get, be inspired by the script. And I'd never really done that before. And I'd done some other movies at that time, but it was always I got the privilege of watching the film and getting a vibe so I could write, get inspired that way by the texture of the film and what was going on with the actors and everything. But he actually did say to me, he said, I've got great cast. And he said, there's this one kid, man, his name's Corey Haim. And I remember that. He's so brilliant. And he's like, he's he's my star kid in this movie. And blah, blah, bless him. And I remember that. And then, didn't think much of it at the time, and then I remember going to see the film, and all of them were good, of course. It, it, it was, it, they were, there wasn't a stale one in the whole We had a great story. cast. Yeah, but Corey did obviously stand out and had Thanks, had an incredible, you know, his sense of humor and the way he drove the film with his persona, his persona and that character. So, And I'll say it again, and, you know, I love that story, you know, but I'll say it again, you know, there is no Lost Boy without Cry Little Sister, and that's just the way I feel about it, my personal opinion. I was just telling yeah. him telling them earlier. The same yeah. way. Yeah, right? I mean, it really, it, when you hear the and it just comes on, it's just, you know, it's got, oh, the children, I mean, you know, and it's just, without that song, there is no Lost Boys. Right. Yeah. Actually, in that vein, I promised my brother, who's listening for the first time ever, What's up, my bro? radio. Yeah, my little bro finally got him on when I told him who was coming on today. He made me promise that I would ask this question to you. What's that? This is this is for my brother Matt in Greensburg, PA. He says, okay. I, I saw Lost Boys 2 and was disappointed that you were only in the very end teaser. Is yeah, Lost well, 
You know, so was I actually, but I'm kind of happy that I was only in three alternate endings and only at the end because I really didn't like Lost Boys 2 at all. I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke, really. I'm not going to do that. I, I did not like The Tribe at all. We're both in agreement on that. Man. Oh yeah, it's yeah. got mixed reviews. I didn't, I didn't like it as much as I like Lost Boys. I love the the original. He Thank you, and that's why I always say, you know, why, why, why mess with the good thing? You know, yeah. why? well, you know, the thing is that they designed this movie Warner Brothers to go straight to DVD. It wasn't. They had a perfect opportunity many times, as Joel Schumacher had tried to make a Lost Boys mm-hmm. two or whatever, uh, go straight go to theatrical release but you know it's just a different world over there and they they're doing a lot of that now taking what is a big franchise and they saw that lost boys the original movie did unbelievable numbers when it came, i mean you know you got to remember when lost boys first came out in 1987 it was a hit but it wasn't a huge hit it became a hit on dvd rather on video and dvd i mean it's one of the best-selling videos of all time. Yeah, we beat out Lethal Weapon, that's true. Yeah, and it's just, it's like number seven, a Keeper was telling me, actually, it's the number seven In the bestseller world. Of, at Warner Brothers. Yeah, of all time. Yeah. At, uh, so, but anyway... Um, Matt, little bro, I'm sorry, but I'm really happy I wasn't in the tribe, man. I really yeah. am, little brother, listening in. And uh, you know something? I'm happy that I, you know, they got another band, they got this band Aiden, which is a, really, a cool little band. Um, it was just a different world, you know. I mean, I didn't really. I, I'm, I, I'm glad that my song came on in, as a bonus in the TV. That's yeah, all I, I want to say. I, I, we're in I promise not this. to get negative on this movie. Yeah, I'll but, get negative on it. Yeah. You know, I'll do that. I'll, I'll get the version. Well, you know, on this the one. thing for me though, you know that these actors and actresses that got in this film, yeah. they put their heart and soul into oh, this. Oh, they were, you know? they were and great. That's, and that's where I have a hard time. You know, forget about how. What we think, yeah. or maybe not. Forget about what we think. But yeah. it's just like you know, I do feel for those guys. And they too. really got in there, and you know, they did their hardest to make. They them did, work. and God bless them for doing that. Because you know, it's really hard to keep up with Lost Boys One. It really, really is. It must have been for these guys, you know. But they did a great job. I did my homework. I watched the movie, you know, and. Yeah, I get a lot about, you know, the best thing about the movie was the alternate endings you were in. And it's like, you know, thank you to everybody for saying that. You know, I'm happy I got to contribute a little bit even to that movie, you know. know. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I want Corey to be a quiet little sister to the movie. That's what I want. Oh, God bless you. I'm there, man. (laughs) I'm there for that. You know that. Well, is there a lot If I have anything to say about it, I'm sorry, Amy. No, it's, it's okay. It's Jess. Uh, is is there Lost Boys three coming out? Well, Jess, not <clears throat> not uh, for us to say right this second. Actually, I mean, I know I can tell you, I know they're talking about it, and obviously, you know, a trilogy is called a trilogy for a reason. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like you're gonna do if they're gonna do Lost Boys three. You know, I I don't know how I feel about that at all, except right this second, not very good. Mm-hmm. You know, unless they really make a good movie and it's theatrical, or yeah. unless they get Joel Schumacher back to direct, unless Joel's back or to get direct. Joel Schumacher if he doesn't want to direct it. Joel's so ear to the ground, he'd probably hire a cool director. Yeah, to direct it. If that, I'm not saying he said that, but you know, he so knows that what he made, you know, and he has a great sensibility. You know? It's so true, you know. Without Joel in Lost Boys, and you know, without actually the song, you know. 
I mean, forget it. There is no Lost Boys, and that's all i got to say about that, you know. But thank you to all the actors who were in it, and they did a great job, and they tried to keep up, you know, and it wasn't for them. They didn't write the script. They were just in the movie, yeah. and they did a great job. Yeah. And also, they really did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, Aiden, as much as, you know, I mean, they're, great they're band. their version of my song. Um, I thank you for doing it, and it's, you know. It's all good, as they say. Yeah, thanks, Aiden. You know, you guys kept up with G-Tom, man. That's a hard thing to do. Oh, is it? Oh, it is. Now, oh, um, now, Jess and I have, you know, we grew up with Lost Boys. Now, Ashley just watched Lost Boys last week. <laughs> and she watched You're... Lost Boys and then The Tribe. And when we had her back on air, she said The Tribe sucked. Oh, <laughs> Well, hey, you know, everyone's got an opinion, and that's that's. I know a lot of I, agreeable. I, I see a lot of people out there that come on to my MySpace page. They like, they really like the tribe, you know. So yeah, it just depends on your taste in that sort of filmmaking, you know. It's the tribe is a bit more. Um, it's it a bit more out there. It's a it's a bit more. Um, I guess a bit more violent or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. The effects are different. You know, I mean, the vibe is, they tried to make the vibe the same. I know that. But the vibe just, I don't think you can compete with Lost Boys 1. I mean, well, also the era. You can't and, compete with a good script. You can't. You that's really can't. And that's and that, well and that, said. And honestly, I didn't get to watch this movie. Before, uh, I, read, I wrote Cradle's Sister around a script, which I had never done before. And I remember reading it the night before, reading it late one night, and then heading off to the studio. I was in New York walking up 7th Avenue to my studio, and I just started hearing this thing in my head. And I'm going, oh, my God, I've got to get to the studio. There were no cabs around. It wasn't near a subway stop. I said, I've got to get this stuff out of my head and onto what was then the tape and or into just all of this you know, I had the choir going on in my head, and it was just, that's a sign of something inspirational, meaning that script was that good, that it just put you in a, put you in a state that you wanted to create something that surrounded the film in the best way. I agree, you know, and I got to tell you, I don't read a lot of scripts, I never have, you know, but this is the second script, Lost Boys was the second script I've ever fully, fully, fully read and then I only saw, you know, the full movie when it came out in theaters. Cause we, they, we, like myself, Corey Feldman, Jameson Newlander, the Frog Brothers, we were kids and we were sleeping while the Lost Boys were filming, you know. So I mean, I, the other characters. Exactly. The characters. Yeah, they were like adults, you know. We were kids, so I really didn't, uh, I didn't see the full movie until it actually premiered. And I was blown away, you know, especially with that hanging off the train track thing. Blew me away. That's pretty awesome. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. Talk about advanced. That's pretty. A lot of things advanced technology advanced. back then. Yeah, it was unbelievable. You know, especially to watch it in the movie I was in. I was like, wow, this is incredible. You know, not because I was in it, just because I was blown away by it. You know, and the motorcycle yeah. sequence. I mean, there was a lot going on there. You know, a lot. Yeah. I'm right time, right, right, right people, right place, right. You know, great script. You know, great song, great music. Just, yeah, just. It had a great sense of synergy that it went did. on with that film as it got made from from the making of the film. Even Joel Schumacher, the director, said he said one of the, one of those films that just was a train and it just kept going. Yeah, and it didn't. Uh, it never stopped. That's well said, man. Yeah, Joel is the man. Well, I have thirteen people that are going to kill me if we don't get to their phone calls. 
Oh, let's well, do it. Let's not have any dead vampire girls. <laughs> no. Not, not on my block, anyway. <laughs> yes, let's go for it. Okay, Ashley, our first caller. This is Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi, Ray. How you doing, man? What up, man? It's pretty good, Corey. I, I love your movies, man. I'm number one oh. kind of for you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I every movie you made, like um, I have your movie right here, uh, Fast Getaway. That was the best, man. Oh, that thank you, man. Father. Yeah, Robin Banks was fun, man. It was. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Yeah. Good, I thought you, Robin Banks, was fun. I'm sorry. Who's Robin Banks? I I've never met Robin Banks before. No, you know it's like actually I got to tell you, Ray, on that Fast Getaway, when we went behind the bank, you get to see. Actually, all the alarms and all the codes and, like, you know, there's certain things we weren't allowed to touch. And it's pretty interesting behind there, man, like what goes on behind the bank. You know, okay. so thanks very much. For about, the... What do you think about that part with uh, Rankin, the guy you didn't like for the bad guy? Rankin, so you're talking about Fast Getaway 2? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Fast I think Rankin was Fast Getaway 2, if I'm not mistaken. Um... Interesting. Actually, he, in real life, when he, um, my partner in the movie, the girl, he actually hurt her by accident in real life by holding her too hard, and she bruised up very, very badly in that one scene. But um, he was a nice guy, man. I liked Rankin. He was, uh, I forget his real name right now, but he was a nice guy, actually. He was a really nice guy. It was uh, fun to work with uh, a nice, evil guy, you know? <laughs> It was interesting, man. I had a good time. Good time. Uh, that's good, man. Thank you, Ray. Yeah. You're Thanks welcome. a lot, Ray. Thanks, Ray. Yeah. I was going to ask you, um, what's it called? Uh, which movie did you like doing the most? Oh, uh, well, obviously. I mean, you know, Lost Boys. I mean, it was oh, Lost Boys, was Prayer for the Roller Boys, and... Oh man, Lucas! I love doing the Lucas. I'm not gonna lie to you, Lucas and Silver Bullet. You know, I mean, there's four or five of them I really, really enjoyed doing. But Lost Boys was definitely number one for sure. Exactly. Yeah, that part in Lucas that actually inspired me part, uh, because you know we have a lot of people who just just uh, like us and put us down, but that gives us the a sign that we could succeed in life just to be the best we can. Absolutely. I agree with you, absolutely. And I think everybody went to a school with a kid like Lucas. Everybody went to school with a kid like Lucas. I know I did. So yeah, probably a bit of Lucas in all of us as well. Yeah, you know. But thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Thanks for take calling in, Ray. Take care of yourself, Ray. You too. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Who's next, Ashley? Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Good. How are you, darling? Good. Good. I, um, Z, I don't have any questions for you. You seem to answer all my questions on MySpace, and I thank you for that. For that. Hmm. Sure. Um, I, saw, I saw both of you at Monster Mania, which was a great performance. Corey, I saw you at um, Rock and Shock and Chiller as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, I ordered a painting for you, from you, too, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. 
Okay, well, hey, it'll be there. So I think, <laughs> Cindy, wait, I think I just did your painting actually oh, last week. Cindy, yes, I think I yes. know Cindy. I'm not going to mention your last name, but I think it starts with an H, yes? Yes, correct. Yes, I just did your painting. Cindy, I'm, oh. living test- I'm a living testimony to seeing him finishing those things up, by the way. Oh, oh my good. Lord. And yeah. I know they're getting sent out. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I so... Uh, Cindy. That is so yeah. weird. I remembered your last name. I know That's your awesome. la- And That's I have awesome. your address. I know where you well, live. Well, I know Cindy because she's on my top. <laughs> Are you Cindy's on the top. Me? Cindy's on the top. Yeah, well, well, Gerard will, but yeah, no, no, the way <laughs> Cindy, I, I, you're on like the top 50 of people. I, I try to rotate so I can get you all my fans and t- but you've definitely been in the top 50. I know who you are, and I remember the Monster Mania Connect as well. Cindy, do you yeah. have a son? I'm sorry. Do you have a son? I do. I have a little boy. Right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's right. We remember you. How are you doing? I'm doing well, hon. I'm doing well. That's good. It's good to hear your voice. Nice, nice oh, to speak to you, you again. Thank you so much. I'm looking so much, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the new show. And I thank support you. you 100%. Thank you, know, you sweetheart. I, I know there are going to be hard days. I've been there. I've done that. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, you're going to be okay. Thank you. I appreciate your love and support. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. And my one question for you about the show would be, what was what was the single instance that made you decide that you were going to go through with this recovery? And why do you why do you want the whole world to watch you as you recover? Um, uh, well, let me answer the second part first. Okay. Uh, the reason I think I want the whole world, if you want to put it that way, to watch me recover is because I can help people. And if I can touch one person and help one person get better as I'm getting better, then that's a great thing. And they can also watch, you know, the trials and tribulations of what it is to get better and what it is to have this disease. It's not what everyone thinks just cut and clear. It's a very, very complex disease to have. But um, the first part of your question, I'm sorry, was... Um, what, what single instance was it that right. you decided? My mom, actually. I looked at my mom, and I just saw in her eyes that she had uh, enough. And in that instance, I looked at her, and I just, for myself, I said, I'm done. I am done. I had something that happened tonight, an incident with just something, and I just said, you know what, I've had enough. I've really had enough. I mean, I've partied for 222 lifetimes. It's forget about it. It's over. It's enough. And looked at my mom, and you know, really just that was it for me. You know, that was my breaking point right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you. I, I know you have a lot of people support. They're going crazy in the chat room. Um, you know, on, on the site, and um, everybody supports you. Nobody's um, disappointed in you at all. And i got to thank everybody for that. God bless everybody. Thanks for the support, because you know what? I need it. Yeah, you can't ever do this alone. No, it's definitely, definitely one of those things you can't do alone, you know, which is why I reached out. And God bless you for taking me in, you know. <clears throat> it's a great thing to have, so, you know. Great. And yeah. if, I were, if I were to come to one convention this year, even though I'm probably going to come to more than that, which one do you think is going to be the best one to go to? Any opinion? They're all going to be good. I think they're all going to be great, yeah. I don't think we're going to go wrong this year. We're not going to put favorites in Indianapolis. That we Do something in Indianapolis that we won't do in Virginia Beach. It's I think all they're all going to be fantastic. <laughs> so whichever one you want to pick, you just go to and we'll see you there.
up. Yeah. I'm going to try to make it to all of them. You know, i got to see how the IRS is going to be, you know, on my refund. <laughs> yeah. Well, well be careful with that. Yeah, really. Let's <laughs> We do know there's these economical times. Yeah, be really careful with that, you know. Yeah. Make sure, because I know you bring your boy to all these. And I do. It, yeah, I isn't know. it? What, what, isn't it Ty? Your kid's name Tyler? No, Stephen. Sorry, Steve. Steve. How yeah. is Stephen Tyler? No, Stephen was Steven playing Tyler. with the BB gun. He got in trouble with the BB gun. Isn't that right? <laughs> yes. That's right. I remember wow. that. Stephen got in trouble with the BB gun that I got him the pellets. Steve. All right, you're back on drugs. That's it. way too smart. <laughs> no chance, man. <laughs> Stephen, be good. Tell Stephen I said to be good and stop playing with those BB guns. Oh, I. Oh, he he hasn't played with them that much since the cops came to my house. I I trust you with that. <laughs> I actually saw a picture of you of him actually today. That's so funny that you're on the phone right now. That is so really? ironic. Yep, I well, swear I to God. Usually I send your webmistress. I send Jen everything. That's why I saw it was because today I was going through my pictures and I saw Steven. That's right. Yeah, That's crazy that she's like in my top 50. And I remember Steven. And she's like, I know. I great. know. You're a wonderful, wonderful I support. Rock. Thanks. <laughs> you do rock. Thanks, hon. Sir, no problem. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. And you have a great night. Say hi to Steven for me. Oh, yeah, I sure will. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Bye, guys. Bye, Cindy. Bye, sweetheart. Bye-bye. That is so cool. That's funny. That is so funny. Sam Radio bringing friends back together. I mean, the amount of email, uh, first of all, the amount, amount of messages that come in, and, you know, it's impossible to remember who, but she was, she's been like in the top 50 for a while. She's a real dedicated fan. She's I totally hate that word, fan, but, but support, who comes to all of these. Yeah, but she's one of those people that gets all of, you know, her network of people, you know. She really does. And, and people actually mention her. While they say, Sin told me about you or whatever. She's a real nice lady. Turn me lady. on to your music or yeah. turn me on to a movie or whatever. Yeah, she's a real cool lady. And her kid, Steve, is a really cool kid, too. All right, then, girls. All right. Let's, Let's go to the number three caller. <laughs> Lucky number three. And if there aren't any? Yep. Oh, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley? Yeah, Liz? Hello? Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm a big fan of yours. Oh, my gosh. I'm 28, and when I was 11, I had posters all over the walls when I was 11, so I'm a big fan of yours. So you're the one, huh? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, huh? And I think you're so amazing. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. It's an honor even talking to you right now. Oh, I, I appreciate that. I love all your movies. I miss watching you on your show, the two Corys and um, and everything. Oh my gosh, well, this is amazing! Wow. Thank you very much for being a support. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. How, thank um, you. I was wondering if you and the Felman ever talk anymore. Nope, we do not. No. We do not. And it's probably for the better. We're just in a, probably a cool-down mode right now, you know. I mean, you know somebody for so long, you know. It's like brotherly brotherly love, but this uh, goes a little beyond that, so I'm not going to get into the logistics of it. But, you know, it's definitely a better thing for myself in my life that I have no communication with Feldman. So that's just me. Yeah. Um, how was that movie, The Bloody Valentine? Was that a good one? Cause I it was fun. Yeah, actually, we Corey and I went Gee? there. <laughs> well, we walked in there, going like, "All right," because they call me, call me up, say, "Hey, you want to? Would you guys come in and walk the red carpet and do this stuff and just come see the film?" And I said, "All right." And I hadn't seen a 
horror. Honestly, I hadn't seen a horror movie in a while, and I. But it was actually they put. You know, it's good. It's like good in, horror entertainment. It and was. It was. It was in 3D, and at times it scared the living shit out of us. Oh uh, yeah, Gerard jumped. Gee, Tom jumped one time, and I was cracking my just. I just it was cracking up in my seat. Yeah, I could stomach just about anything. Oh yeah, he just went like four feet straight ahead. You know, I was like, oh no, it was. I mean, the 3D of it all was really cool. Yeah, they really perfected that. Oh. So. Yeah, yeah, recommend it for that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. You want to go have a good scare? Go see that blood, my bloody Valentine. I mean, go see that movie definitely. But if you want to see All a right. movie that's got like an amazing, amazing sense of heart and just great filmmaking, go see Slumdog Millionaire. Absolutely, best movie I've seen in the last ten years. I, and I'm going to see that with you at some point this yeah, coming taking, week. Yeah, we're going to go see it over the weekend. I'd see it again. I never see a movie twice in a row, but I'd see that one again. Hmm. Corey, so um, what's your favorite restaurant? Where do you go? What's your like your favorite food and stuff? That's a great question. Well, I, I got to be honest. I love. Uh, there's a place out here in Los Angeles. It's called Casa Vega. It's a Mexican, and uh, just the atmosphere in there. It's real dark. And oh, I like that place. It's real nice. I like it too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like it. You know, and really, it just it depends who I'm with, and it doesn't have to. Like, there's a sushi place called Delves, and they make this great, great, great dessert, and you know, it's just uh, it just depends who I'm with, and you know, it's not really about the restaurant. It's about you know, it's about who I'm with, and you know, just the vibe. The vibe. Yeah, it's about <laughs> the vibe. You know, I mean, it's, I, I I do like certain restaurants. Like there was one place called Santa Pietros. It's no longer here, but like of course, you know, Dupars and whatnot. I mean, you know, IHOP. Everyone loves IHOP, Denny's, Subway, yeah, Subway. Everyone loves Subway, <laughs> you know. When are you coming to Kentucky? When am I coming to Kentucky? We're coming to Kentucky. We're playing in Louisville, Kentucky, on I think the 25th of March. God, you got your photograph, G. Oh, I know. I guess I'm, I'm getting good at this. <laughs> you really are, man. We're playing now, and I think we're playing in. Where are you, darling? What part of Kentucky? I live in Winchester. I live like 30 minutes from Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, we're playing Lexington too, but that's not until that's not until June, I think. Yeah, something like June? that. We'll be in your town. We'll yeah. be there. In Lexington, I'm writing this down. We're All right. Like yeah, just well, I don't know. You just have to keep checking on the MySpace, on the Gton Mac MySpace, and or Corey Hayes. Yeah. Dot us because things you know things keep changing, yeah. dates and stuff. So just so keep looking at the board. We're playing in Indianapolis. I know that in the, in March, and they booked another date in Louisville, Kentucky. And then I think Lexington is, but that's much later in the year. But we will be coming to Not you, so later, yeah, we will okay. see you there. Well, All right. I sure will try to be there. Thank you Thank so much, you. and, and, and uh, wish you the best. Thank you, my love. Thank you very, very much for your support. Have a good night, darling. You too. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetie. Thank you, Liz. Love that okay, accent. Um, yeah, me too. That southern accent. Oh, I yeah. love it. You got some real nice people on the line here tonight. You <laughs> sure do. Thank you. Um, I hate to do this, but we have to ask you guys, when you call in, to only ask one question, because we only have 13 minutes left and 12 people on hold. All right, and let's do it. Number four, where are we? <laughs> um, but before we go into our next caller, would you guys be willing to maybe say something for our radio show? We like our guests to say their name, and you're listening to Vamp Radio, and then add whatever oh, you want to see. Oh, yeah. In. 
Yeah, we can do that now. We can do it properly in our own studio and just send and send, and you can send it. We can send it to you, which however you want to do it. However you feel when it. I mean, I'll do a crooked right now. I mean, I'm Corey Haim, and I'm on the phone with, you know, if you want, you know. But I'll just say I'm Corey Haim, and you're listening to Vamp Radio. Online. Online. And this is G-Tom Mack, and you are listening to Vamp Radio Online. Online. With the lovely Ashley. With the lovely Jess. Jess. And the lovely Amy. Well, good. Man, you're getting photographic, gee. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to compete with you now. After you remembering all that other stuff. He knows where we live. Yeah, he does, and that's just, scary. I know. Well, who took the drugs around here? You and me as well, man. <laughs> I think both of us at some point. I'm anyway. just a late bloomer. All right, caller Thank number you five. Well, you're very welcome. You're very, oh, caller number four. Excuse there me. Yeah. Go ahead, Ashley. Okay. Angela, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm not going to take up too much of your time because I know that you ladies have lots of callers, and I work with them, so I just really wanted to say hi and wish you the best of luck in your recovery. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Thank you, girls, for letting me um, come in on your show tonight. Anytime, Angela. Oh, you're a sweetheart. Thanks. And you have a great night, okay? Thank you, you too. Thank you. That was nice. Simple, right to the point, and just bang, you know? And that's that's <laughs> heart right yeah. there. That's a person with heart. Sure. God bless you. Yeah, Angela, she hosts one of our shows on um, Vamp Radio. She's a really great girl. Very nice. Very nice. Who's next, Ashley? Loretta. Hi, Loretta. Hey, Loretta. Loretta, Sweet are Loretta. you there? L- Loretta, oh, are no, you there? Hi, Loretta, how are uh, you? She's calling in with the click to talk. Um, the click to talk is a hit or miss with BTR. So if you can call in with a cell phone or a landline, that would help a lot. Gotcha. Sorry, Loretta. Yeah. Well, Loretta, you have a good night, okay? Yeah. If you can hear us, God bless you. Thanks for trying to call in. You have a great night, Loretta. Rock on, Loretta. Rock on, girl. Okay. I never say rock on. You know that? I just, yeah. I just don't <laughs> like saying rock on. Every you once do. in a while, you got to say rock on. Yeah, you really do. It's a little dated, but hey, it's all right. <laughs> coming up to swear time. Who's next, baby. Ashley? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, we're going to go pick up calls now. Sure. 770, you're on the air. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. Is this like pick-up calls where I have to pick up a girl, or what happens here? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening. Sometimes I get shy. Okay. Who's next? They're going to be shy. If I can give them up. Chris, you there? Hello. Hello. Hi, Chris. Hello. Hi, how are you? Is that Chris? I am wonderful. How are you? Good, Chris. This We're is good. Corey, and say hello to G. So, hello. Are you there? I don't think she can hear you. She says she's a little shy. A little shy. Oh, well, hello. You know, we don't bite. We don't bite hard. Well, we do bite. We bite Amy, Ashley, and Jess. But that's, that's right. Outside, outside of that, we don't bite. 
she was shy. She just wanted to listen. Uh, uh, oh, well. Not that's okay. We have more callers. Okay. Bring them on. Bring them on. 804, you're on the air. Hello. 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 Wow, nice voice. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Fantastic. Enjoying the show. Who are we speaking to? This is Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? Hi. I'm good. I'm in bed listening to you guys. Okay. In bed listening to you. Well, that's a good place Very to be. Very inspiring. What part of the world are you in, Kim? Where, uh, where are you? I'm in Rich- Richmond, Virginia. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, you coming out there? This is the first time that I know I heard that. I was very excited. Oh, is that for me? No, we have a we have an Hi. overlap here, I think. Oh, that was weird. Thank you. Give me a kiss. Why are you naked? Okay. Someone's naked. Well. <laughs> okay. So, Kimmy, well, you're, you're you're in bed. Uh, how how you doing well, tonight? You warm? <laughs> well, yeah, but okay, that was weird. I don't yeah, know what that was. That wasn't from my house. No, that was a little radio flaw. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. That happens. But so, Kim, let's hear about you being in bed, and you're yeah. nice and warm, and you're actually on the phone with us. And how does yes, that make you feel am... about right now? <laughs> Out of my mind crazy. This is insane. Okay. I'm actually very inspired just listening to you guys. It's just oh, cool. cool. And especially hearing the song, Cry Little Sister. Oh, I want to pull out my DVD right now. <laughs> I feel like a big dork, but I'm a big 80s fan, and it's that God bless you. got to be one of my best all-time favorite movies, except for maybe License to Drive. That oh, hilarious. well, thank you. As long as it's that in the circle here, we're happy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in the yeah. circle, we're happy, you know? That's right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Absolutely. Get into my and car. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you that like that. Huh? Those songs are fun. so funny. Thank you. That, well, and, God, everything else. Everything yeah, the 80s else, were right? a good and, time. And I'm glad to hear you sound a lot better. Thank you, you very much. You sound like you're doing really well, which makes everybody who's a fan of yours happy, I'm sure. Thank you. Well, today was and a good I day. And I did hear that you were coming to Virginia, which... It's fantastic. Actually, we no, no, no. You said you're going to Virginia Beach. We're going right. to Virginia Beach. Virginia but we'll, Beach. We'll, we'll be around you, so, you know. Hey, it looks, hey, that's close enough for me. Okay. Well, there okay. you go. We'll May, May, May 2nd and May, May 2nd and 3rd. That's where we are. Oh, Man, are you photographic it, tonight? Um, I'm photographic already. I've memorized it already. <laughs> oh, no, I was talking to G, but you too. There you, you can go. Be oh, yes. You I can know. be photographic with us. That's I'm part okay. of the crowd. You okay. Can be, you can be photogenic as well, if you like. And, and you're stuck in the 80s. God bless you. We'll stay you know warm tonight I am. in bed. Oh, you know, and as a matter of fact, um, last Saturday I watched Dream a Little Dream. I have all these on DVD. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I hope you enjoyed that one. That was fun I enjoy it every time I watch it. Thank uh, you. What's your name, you dear? Being, I, I picture you being a woman of leisure, and all you do is watch Corey Haim 24-7. Oh, Lord. And you have, and you have yeah. butlers and maids just coming up to your room, bringing you... Um, food and an occasional little uh, stationary bike that you jump on to get your exercise Wouldn't that and then you be get nice? back into bed and then you watch Corey <laughs> Hayne for another 17 hours. That would be the life, wouldn't it? Somebody waiting on well, the hand and foot? Well, yeah, I guess so. And God bless you. I wouldn't well, know nothing about that. You stay warm tonight. Yeah, Kim, have a good night. Thank Bob. you for Thank calling you in. Thank you yeah, so much. Calling. God bless you guys. You too. And you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stay in the 80s. Oh, trust me, I will. Okay. 
Bye-bye. Okay, um, this is from Susie, and she is a host on Fan Radio with us. She said, Amy, tell Corey he makes me feel 14 again, and tell G I love his music. LOL. God bless you. Lovely. That's really nice to hear. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, oh, the switchboard just lit back up. Okay, we're going to take one more call, and then we're going to let you guys go. Let's do it, ladies. Pick a good one. Eight five six, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you guys doing? Hi. What's your name, darling? It's Christy. Christy. From Asheville, New Jersey. How you doing, Jersey girl? Good. Good. How's Jersey doing? Um, cold. Very cold. Yeah, you know, I shot my first movie in Hackensack. Oh, really? Yep. I love Jersey, actually. I know it sounds weird if you live in Jersey to hear that you love Jersey. Somebody loves it, but I love New Jersey. I love Jersey as well. Yeah. I used to go over there and visit a girlfriend back in the day when I lived in New York. Oh, really? Yeah, so bring on those Jersey girls. So what you got? What's your question, sweetheart? How can we help? I really just have a um, question for Corey. Um, Yes. Monster Mania and Cherry Hill, are you going? Monster Mania and Cherry Hill what? Are you going? Oh, um, absolutely, absolutely. We don't know which one yet. We, we don't know, we don't know which one, right. Gina. We don't know if it's March or if it's going to be the one at the end of the summer or, in, yeah, August or whatever. I don't know. They, There's people working that stuff out. But. Like I'm saying to everybody, you know, and and I'll say this just so everybody can hear, just keep watching the boards because, like, dates really do keep changing. The so boards, just, yeah, the board on the MySpace uh, on the website. Yeah, yeah, really keep watching those things because the dates really keep fluctuating, so... The more you watch, you know, the the more solid of an answer you'll get as to where we'll be on the date. But to answer your question, we really, really loved Monster Mania, and it was really a blast doing it, and we really have sort of a kind of a romantic thing about it because, you know, it's got a vibe there, and it, it was does. really a lot of fun, and we hope and to you play guys, it again soon. you guys first met there, right? That's right. That's, that's right. You that's know. where we fell in love. That's where the synergy started. <laughs> now that's where we actually met, and that's yeah. when our that's when our friendship happened. Started right then and there, and boom, we just hit it off. So, oh, that's great. you know, and now we're lovers for life. But it was great. It was a great <laughs> venue, though. Yeah, it's good. It was a good place. It was really, a, quite an eye-opener experience to do. I never. Do, I've been asked to do conventions in the past, but I just been either on. You know touring in Europe or whatever or in the studio and didn't have the time but I'm really glad that I did this one meeting Corey of course but it was an eye opener and just meeting fans and meeting people like yourself that you know you sit there and you talk to when you go out and do gigs when you you don't really get to meet a lot of people this way you get to over a weekend you get to meet your fans that come up and they, Oh, you know, it's unbelievable have, you do hey guys. You, and you get a chance to talk to them you know so yes ma'am right. yeah Sorry, guys. I, I'm really sorry to cut you off. We have That's two okay. minutes left. Okay. So I'm going to let you go. Okay. And, All right, and thank play, you. And play Cry Little Sister all the way. We're going to let the caller go. We're not letting the boys go yet. No, okay. no. Don't, don't play. All, all the callers, thank you for calling in, guys, and thanks for all thank your support. You. And have great evenings tonight wherever you are, and be safe. Yeah, thank okay. you so much. It's really a pleasure, and thanks all of you for keying into my music and buying it and being supportive. I can't thank you enough. Well, we had a pleasure interviewing you guys. You were a blast. Please do not be a stranger. Keep in touch. And you guys are welcome to come back to any one of our shows. Let's talk about fans. Just hang out. 
And I just wanted to ask Amy, since we didn't get to ask her before, Amy, what was your favorite song from from uh, T-Tom? Ah, it was Secret of Oz. That's the one oh, I picked. yeah, cool. Good one, Amy. Secret of Oz. So we're going to close out the show with the um, with Secret you know, of Oz. You want to know why I picked it? Yes. Why did I you? <laughs> Tell us, Amy. Um, that song to me is about the past and letting go and having the will to move forward to a better life and a better me. So that's what it was to me when I hear the song. So that's and why that's I what's it. it. And you know what? That meaning of that of my song is. Your your impression of it is fantastic, and I'm so glad to hear people have their own meaning to my songs because, you know something, there's no more better gratification than that. That's a really nice thing to hear. Wow. What a great cool. compliment. Jeez. Very cool. Ladies, thank you so much for having myself and you G-Tom, know, Matt. For G-Tom on the show. Thanks for having me on the show, really. Thank you. We appreciate You're welcome. it. It was a pleasure. Can you guys it's come a- back anytime. You got Anytime it. Anytime you want to make cool. an announcement, call in and be like, look, i got to announce this. You right. got it. Thanks All right. So Thanks, ladies. Have a good night, okay? You too. Secrets Thank of Oz. All right. Be safe. Yep. That's Bye coming now. up. Bye. Lots of love. Bye, guys. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Um, We're not streaming live anymore, but you can catch us in the archives. And now I'm going to play my favorite song off the CD. Smile.